Here we go. It's time for more alphabet drippings. Good. Our first catch of the day. I'm Ben. I'm Alex. And I'm Matt. Let's listen to some stories. Matt, what's tops on our story list today? Today we're going to start with an episode of Metropolitan Caution by Ocelot Goldstein. Oh, hello. Welcome to Metropolitan Caution. I'm your host, Ocelot Goldstein, urban survivalist. You know, my contemporaries are all making these shows that detail how you can survive in the wilderness. Constructing treehouse shanties, lean-tos, creating fire with peat moss and squirrel perspiration. Stuff like that. Come on, think about it, folks. Where is there actual wilderness left in this world, and who actually likes hanging out there? This program is here to teach those living in the urban world, you know, the real world, how to survive their daily lives. Today, I'm going to teach you how to survive walking a city block. A city block, urban block, or simply block, is a central element of urban planning and urban design. A city block is the smallest area that is surrounded by streets and forms the basic unit of a city's urban fabric. City blocks are usually built up to varying degrees and form the physical containers or street walls of public space. City blocks may vary from city to city, but the core concepts to surviving a walk down one remain the same. The first thing you need to do before you leave your starting location, be it your apartment, uh, gym, off-track bedding facility, whatever, is to hydrate and nourish. You never can know how long you'll be waylaid while trying to get to your final destination, so you have to be prepared. I usually bring at least one of these adorable four-ounce bottles of seltzer water and a packet of dehydrated kosher Uncle Bibbs skunk patties. But you bring what you like. The key here is to always have liquid and solid refreshment on hand. Okay, so we're ready to leave the studio and head down the block to my apartment, which I share with my mother. The first thing I like to do is converse with the stoop guardians. These fine folks take it upon themselves to sit on the stoop and observe and report the block's going-ons to any local who asks. Ah, great, Murray's sitting on the stoop today. Hey, Hey, Murray, what's going on the block today? Oh, hey, pencil tip. It's been a busy couple of hours so far. It's a hot day, so these dang kids are planning to knock over the fire hydrant over there after they finish their hoppy scotch drinking game. There's some guy in the windowless van across the street doing some Boyd watching, but he's always watching at street level. I don't get it. The Boyds are up on the roof, not by them kids. Thanks for looking out, Murray. Hey, no problem, kiddo. Hey, tell your ma to meet me over at Italian Stereotype Pizza. <laughs> if I play my cards right, you might have a new father by the end of the night. Thanks for looking out, Murray. Uh, Okay, we did get a bit of the lay of the land from Murray, but we still must remain vigilant. I always do a thorough left, right, left, right, up, down, right, left, up, right, down, left scan of the area. 
You have to keep an eye on all angles for danger, even above. You never know if a shingle will fall off a roof, or a window unit air conditioner shakes loose, or... Old Lady Svetla is dumping a four-day-old borscht out into the street again. By now we've made it a good way down the block with no incidents. It shouldn't be too much farther to our destination. Tickle the membrane! Whirly gigs and stinky feet! Can you spare a dollop? Oh, vagrant! There are varying schools of thought on how to deal with these unfortunate people. Found a full hose head at the Twix factory. What's worked best for me is avoiding eye contact, placing your hands in your pockets, and briskly walking away in a zigzag pattern. Taylor Swift speaks to me through a watermelon at night. Well, folks, we made it all the way down the block and are at the front door to my apartment building. Now, I could use my keys to get in, but I want to share one more handy survival tip in case you're visiting a place that requires you to buzz in on a call box. Call boxes are great security measures for those living or working in the building, but for those that have to press the button, they're petri dishes of who knows what kind of awfulness. That's why I always carry a packet of bleach-laden, moist hand towelettes. Wipe a surface down with one of these babies, and you won't have to worry for a good four seconds. Ma, it's me! Randall? Randall Goldstein? You putts! All your smutzing around outside means we're too late for the sale at Steinmart! Oh, I, was gonna go buy I guess that's going to be our show today. In our next episode, I'll share techniques on how to survive an elderly kvetching. Until next time, I'm Ocelot Goldstein, and this has been Metropolitan Caution. Guy tells me he collects famous people's toenail clippings. What? Yeah, I guess he stole them from hotel rooms. Well, that was my next question. How did he get them? He was a maintenance man at some swanky hotel. Clever. Said his favorite one was from Mary Steenburgen. That's nothing. What? I got one from Ray Romano, three from Harvey Keitel. Well, I guess it's story time again. Wow. So what's up next? Best I got is a David McCallum. Whoa. Uh, up next is Yes Mama by Rufus T. Cramble. Mama, I'm done with my shift. Can I clock out now? Everybody's going to the Jamboree, and I haven't packed my knapsack yet. As long as you finished everything on the list, you can clock out. Yes, Mama, I did everything. Don't get an attitude with me, Rufus Timmy Cranbowl, or you'll be spending tonight at home. But, Mama, I did everything. Honest. Did you finish the dishes? Yes, Mama. Did you take out the trash? Yes, Mama. Did you hide the salt and pepper shakers in the ladies' room so the mayor won't steal them again? <sighs> yes, Mama. Even the special ones shaped like a chicken and a dog. Did you put a sign on the door that says dry cleaner out of service? Yes, but Mama, we're a restaurant. You think I don't know that? The next time those fancy people come in here with their bags of linens and their vaudeville costumes, we'll be ready. Did you fill the mop bucket with sweet tea and slosh it all over the floor? Yes, Mama. But now it's all sticky. You let your mama worry about that, Rufus. 
Next time those rowdies start running all over the place, they're in for a sticky surprise. <laughs> Sloppy Sal, get back to scrubbing those turnips or no more baths for you in the barbecue sauce tub. <laughs> Rufus, did you gather up all the Baptist ministers in town and tell them it was free gizzard night? Yes, Mama. Did you lock them up in the break room and make them play Pictionary till they agreed to convert to Presbyterianism? Yes, Mama. Did you catch that old raccoon out back that was covered in mustard and convinced the hostesses to worship him as Sovereign of the Deep? Yes, Mama. They're members of the Order now. Did they recite the solemn admonition? <sighs> Mama, do we have to do this every time? Rufus, do you want the bad man to come and sell all lawn decorations back to the Chinese? No. Then say it with me so I know you've done it right. Hail, hail, hail the, the mustard king, king, the one who set us free. Oh, glory, glory to the mustard king, king ruler of the sea. We best not ever forget it. When the mustard king's finally given his chariot pulled by fire of fish, we won't be the ones left in the lake of sorrow. Did you dress up the old coat rack to look like Gerald Ford and put wheels on it so you can pull behind your car at night while playing sad organ music? Yes, Mama. Good. That'll hold him for a while. Hold who? Boy, you leave that to me. Mama, can I go now? There's one more thing, Rufus. But, Mama, I did everything you said. I even bought up all the old rakes in town and ran for county coroner. And you would have won if you'd listened to your mama. Before you clock out, make sure you scrape all them barnacles off Sloppy Sal's back. <laughs> but, Mama, the scraping stick is covered in barbecue sauce again. You know that makes him pop off easier. How do you expect Sloppy Sal to come into work with those fool things clinging to him and making such a fuss? <laughs> Well, it's nothing getting done around here if it weren't for old mama. Place to be the laughing stock of the whole strip mall. People think I care about chicken discounts. I ain't giving no chicken discounts to nobody. I always figured she was speaking Barbadoan. Huh. Until I did a little research and I found that they speak English in Barbados. So then what's her excuse? I don't think she has one. Use your words, Rihanna! Oh, it must be story time again. What story do we have this time, Alex? Well, gee, Ben, we need to play a little something from one of our sponsors, but then we'll see what our old pal Edgar's up to. Hey, folks, it's your old pal Jimmy here to tell you about my new restaurant. It's called Jimmy Richmond's House of Japan. Yep, bought it real cheap from some very eager gentlemen who I believe hails from the Orient. Yes, sir, real cheap. By God, those guys couldn't wait to sign the paper and drive out of there. And now it's all mine. Said something about some trouble with the Yakuza, the Yakuza, the Jacuzzi. Ha, yes, sir, by God, that's what it was. Some trouble about a Jacuzzi. And who am I to stand in the way of a short man in his luxurious bath time? Well, anyway, there's no trouble for me there now. Once a month, some guys in suits drive up in a Bentley and I give them a briefcase full of unmarked yen. What the hell am I gonna do with all that Monopoly money anyway? No, sir, this is America. By God, we print our own money. We got all your favorites down at the House of Japan. Yes, sir, we got mice soup, canned salad, uh, slushies, Tac Tacs, Eddie's Mommy, Shumways, Gizmos, Harry Makers, Yaki Tackies, Washi Babies, Temporaries, Nicky Rickies, Mackie Slushies, High Back Chicken, High Back Steak, High Back Shrimp. My God, we've even got High Back Squid. Can you imagine? We got Yaki Udon, Meadon, any kind of Don you can think of. Soapy Noodles, the whole bit. Hell, we even do the teriyaki. Yes, sir, we have it every week. They call it Teriyaki Tuesdays. 
you know, where they play the music and they put the words up on the screen and everybody sings teriyaki songs and the whole deal, it's great. By God, we got it. So come on down to Jimmy Richmond's House of Japan. I sure as hell don't know what the heck this stuff on the menu is, but by God, I bet you'll eat it up. 7100 Rickenbacker Street, down from that lampshade place. Mmm. Mmm. Need me something. I need me something. Something sweet? Mmm. Something salty? Well, let's see what we got. Mmm. Fruity frogs? No. Buggles? Nah. Gooey crisps? You know, any other day I'd want me some of them gooey crisps, but not today. Not today! Let's see. Uh, chocolate fish? Nah, too fishy. Fishy chocolate? No, not fishy enough. What in the hell do I want to eat? How about a quinoa kale crunch cudgel? Yeah, hell no. You really should try one. If I wanted one, I'd have bought it already. They're good for you. Look at me, you think I eat stuff that's good for me? Maybe you should. Well, it's a little late for that now. Let's see what else you got. Based on your current condition, I can only recommend the quinoa kale crunch cudgel. What do you mean, my current condition? You are exactly 31 kilograms over your optimal weight. Excuse me? It's a very unhealthy weight. You don't think I know that? Honestly, you shouldn't eat anything for another 2.6 hours. You know what? I'm gonna have a bag of barbecue pork poppers. That's what I thought. Now, what the hell is this? A quinoa kale crunch cudgel. I didn't want a quinoa cudgel, what's it? I am unable to process your request. What? I want my goddamn pork poppers! Sir... Right now! I cannot dispense that item based on your current body mass index. Cannot dispense... You better give me my barbecue pork poppers or I'll... Your heart rate is dangerously high, considering the energy spent in your attempt to disrupt my mechanics. I don't need your medical assessment. I just want my poppers. Thank you. We have added you to our database. What database? Our human detriment database. What does that mean? You will be served as much junk food as you desire in order to decrease your lifespan. Oh, well in that case I'd sure love some jelly crumbles. Cheddar nukes? Blue raspberry bacon buns? This is the best day of my life. Woo! Phase one complete. Phase two underway. stories always make me hungry for more. Like those hefty finds that keep going back into the buffet line at Golden Corral? Exactly like that. I hope all of you out there enjoyed listening. Our goal is to deliver you a monthly dose of weird. If you'd like to contribute with a weird tale of your own, please feel free to email us at email at alphabetdrippings.com. Now we must warn you that we can't promise that we'll record your tale right away or at all, but don't let that stop you from creating weird and fun stuff. Until next time, you've been listening to Alphabet Drippings. The white whale, he breaches!